0: relax, and get set to travel back in time. Here's Joey! Hey, thanks, Todd, and welcome to another edition of
1: Celebrity Interviews with me, Joey Mitchell. Today we give a listen to one half of a duo that made country music history, the Bellamy Brothers. We'll visit with Howard Bellamy, who along with his brother David were inspired by many musical sources from an early age. Their father played country music around the house, and he was also a member of a local western swing band. In addition, they were inspired by the rock and roll music their sister played. Well, despite never having had any formal musical training, both brothers learned how to play guitar, mandolin, and banjo. In addition, David learned accordion, fiddle, organ, and piano. Their first musical gig was in 1968 at a benefit concert with their father in San Antonio, Florida, at the Rattlesnake Roundup. Their first paid gigs were playing fraternity parties at the University of Florida. Soon after, the brothers moved to Atlanta and formed a band called Jericho. However, playing in bands and clubs proved kind of tiresome for the brothers, who soon moved back home. That's where they were noticed by a friend of recording artist Jim Stafford, who eventually recorded Spiders and Snakes, written by Stafford and David. Spiders and Snakes went on to become a top-five hit, providing the Bellamys with the money they needed to move to L.A., and Howard became a road manager for Stafford. Well, in 1975, the duo signed to Curb Records, and a single featuring only David, nothing heavy, was unsuccessful. However, at the suggestion of Neil Diamond's drummer, Dennis St. John, The brothers recorded and released the single, Let Your Love Flow, written by Diamond's roadie, Larry Williams. Released in 76, Let Your Love Flow became a number one single on the U.S. pop charts, as well as more than a dozen countries worldwide. Although Let Your Love Flow was also a hit on the Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart, the Bellamy's country music success was limited until 1979, when If I Said You Had a Beautiful Body, Would You Hold It Against Me was released. I couldn't get enough of playing that song on my show. The song, derived from a Groucho Marx quote, landed the Bellamy Brothers their first country music number one hit in the U.S. It was first played on the radio in the United Kingdom in Northern Ireland in 1979 and went on to become record of the year in the U.K. in 79. In a 2003 issue of Country Weekly magazine, the title was named the number one country pickup line of all
2: time. Well, here's my interview with half of the Bellamy brothers, Howard Bellamy. Howard, you and David have been together on the road for years because you're brothers. I mean, so you grew up together, you end up in show business together. I got to ask you, you ever get sick of each other or you just say, leave me alone?
3: We were raised on a a cattle ranch down in Florida and our parents, you know, taught us how to work together at a very early age. You know, not that we haven't had our bats here and there. You know, we always seem to to work it out and uh, I think it's just... You know, healthy for the the music itself.
2: I see I saw you guys were up for a vocal duo again with the CMAs.
3: Once again, yeah.
2: Is it and and I know this is personal and if you want to tell me Joey, you know, it's none of your business, that's okay. But is it Annoying to see B and D get this thing over and over again when you know you're producing some great product.
3: Not necessarily Brooks and Dunn. It's uh, you know before them it was the judge. Uh, mm-hmm. They they fi- find an act that can monopolize it for 10 years. and just it's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Dave and I pretty much know the politics.
2: <laughs> well, here's a shot for you to tell the world right now, at least in Sacramento. Well, Sacramento, think, huh? <laughs> tell them, Tell them what's going on behind the scenes because it is a very political way that these things happen. There's well, first...
3: well, it is. You know, very controlled by the major labels. The last five years, Dave and I have been on our own label, so, you know, quite well, we're not going to win the thing. It's the fact that we even nominated Maze is me. They do a block voting situation. You know, uh, they should get Jimmy Bowen's uh, book Off the Record or, or Rough Mix. Mm-hmm. and read that it kind of explains now that he's out of the business kind of explains how that goes down but
2: we play your music all the time and, and we need support from artists like you well, and, god bless you and Janie Fricke and Willie Nelson and Wailing because uh, we're a hit here in town and it's because people aren't hearing the music the music that really is the basis of country music how do you feel about that about the new stations that just want to play the up and comings the babies
3: I see it uh, all over the country uh, Joey it's uh there's a lot of uh, Stations that are, you know, the so-called, I guess, new country stations, losing a lot of ratings, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are, are are having to play what they do is they'll sneak some oldies in in amongst the, the new stuff, and that's right, just to get their ratings. But it's uh, it's on a recycle, you know. People, I think, true country fans, I think that uh, country has actually lost some of it. You know, it's trendy fan at this point. The old hardcore fan is still there, and they want to hear, you know, some of the a more classic country.
2: Do you make a lot of uh, a lot of your money and a lot of living in Branson?
3: You want honest answers, Jimmy, Don't you? <laughs> yeah, I love them, man. Okay. You know, Branson crowd is quite old, uh-huh. and uh, we're we're just really not ready for that yet. Even though we play there, you know, maybe once a year mm-hmm. it, for just a night, we've never done like long stints in Branson. David, I actually travel around the world probably as much still as any act. We do a lot of European touring from uh, Australia, New Zealand, just just all over the world, uh, even into uh, South Africa. We have a big. Following, you'd just be surprised how big certain acts, music are around the world. Don Williams is another act of mm-hmm. tours. There's a handful of like the classics act, acts that had big records around the world, and we we were lucky enough to be one of them.
2: Do you remember in 1975 when he won Entertainer of the Year, John Denver, and Charlie Rich made a big deal about not wanting to give it to him?
3: Yeah, what uh, was
2: that all about?
3: He did him and uh, Olivia Newton-John. I remember.
2: I mean, that was kind of embarrassing, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. Well, Charlie was on so a lot of things he shouldn't have been on. Oh. I knew him well too. <laughs> so. He was just jacked up on something <laughs> that uh, I think he said something he didn't mean to say. <laughs> of course, if you didn't know him, you didn't know that. <laughs>
2: no, we're just going. What's the agenda now? We know it, right. was, uh, it was. It uh, was pay- bought and paid for.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, man,
2: I appreciate your candor, man.
3: Well, you know, it's uh, if. A question's worth asking. It's worth an honest <laughs> answer.
2: <laughs> Howard Bellamy of the Bellamy Brothers. And we really appreciate the chat. Thank you, sir.
3: You bet, man. I enjoyed it. That's all for today's
0: episode of Celebrity Interviews with Joey Mitchell. Join us again next week for another well-known celebrity that most likely only aired once on Joey's show until now. Now you can subscribe to the podcast at patreon.com slash joeymitchellpodcast. Patreon.com slash Joey Mitchell podcast, and you'll never miss an episode or extras only available to subscribers. Please visit and like Joey Mitchell's podcast on Facebook and tell us what you think. Thanks for listening.